Good day, students. Today, here on campus, on the one and only TBU A&M campus, we have a new, we in spring? Is it spring? Uh, okay. Yeah, spring, um, spring, spring. <laughs> we got a new spring line for y'all. We got some new bugaboos on campus. And they're going to introduce themselves. Bugaboos. Ooh. I'm Bugaboo Coat. Also known as the favorite thing in your man's closet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh. I'm Bugaboo Marie. Also known as I Ain't Got It. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. Yeah, who? Bugaboo. Mm. <laughs> I'm Bugaboo Love Drought, also known as You Got Me. Mm. Speechless. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Oh, mm. I just want to keep going. Nah. Where you been? Baby. Baby. Waited for you all day. Waited for you to use the key. Use the key. That opened my place. <laughs> my heart starts trembling. trembling. As I hear your footsteps pace. Oh, lock open, <laughs> door not turned. Oh my goodness. All right. There yes. is your face. All right. So, the word of the day. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Good Thursday. <laughs> All right, guys. The word of the day is gormless. It's an adjective. It means... Lacking sense or initiative. Foolish. Mm. And the sentence is very long. Bear with me. Mm. It makes a pleasant change to be able to find a parking space with reasonable ease and to see all the way from one end of the supermarket to the other without my view being blocked by gormless people looking for bargains. Mm. I just feel like gormless long ass sentence. Wow. Gormless? Gormless. Foolish. Okay. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I got a sentence. Oh. Okay. Um, in his sit down with Gail King, R. <laughs> 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 Kelly told us <laughs> that him being R. Kelly and keeping women locked up in his house would be very gormless <laughs> of him. Mm. And if we just use our common sense, we would not be gormless anymore. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Wes? <laughs> gormless people in the line at the supermarket who have 10 items and see me 
or 10 items or more. I'll even, I'll give it 20, 20, 25 items. And they see me behind him, them, I don't want to give people away, <laughs> holding oh one bottle of wine. Mm. And they won't let me cut in front of them. Mm. It annoys the hell out of me. I'll be like, I only have one item. They'll be like, okay. I'll be like, but I know that I'm that bitch who would be like, come on. Like, you have one item. I have 25. Like, go. Like, it's uh-huh. not that deep. Mm-hmm. Some people really be holding on to their spot in the grocery line. And I'll be like, are you yeah. serious, bruh? The 25, 30 items that you got, mm-hmm. I just have one. There's only one line open. Can I just hop in front of you? They'd be like, no. And I ask. And I uh-huh. ask nicely. And if they say no, I sit back and don't say anything. But in my head, I'm cursing them out. Okay. Have the nerve to move slow, and then they want to write a check. <laughs> Don't write a check. I actually will be like, you know what? I'm stealing this, and I'm leaving because this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm stealing this, <laughs> I'm and, stealing I'm leaving. this and I'm leaving because this is ridiculous. <laughs> I have no time. Yes. Nika, what's your sentence for gormless? <laughs> Racists are so gormless that they'll travel to China saying that the wall works, not knowing the history of the wall in china so funny <laughs> people yeah, are definitely saying saw that yeah there was a oh, there was a couple gracious. and they went they went all the way to china and they were holding up this paper and it said see the wall does work that's not what the that mm, like come on the purpose of the yeah. wall in china <laughs> is not someone <laughs> and people were like genghis khan literally walked around this wall right <laughs> i'm like what i have no time Funny. That's irking. No time for it. When it's on your heart is, but there's no time for it. Well, you guys, it's another week, and we're paying some things dust. So does anybody want to start the pay a dust segment off? What you need to get off your shoulders? What dust do you need to get off your shoulders? Frenchie or Nika or Wes? Wow. Or <laughs> Wes. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, so you're not going to go. Oh no, I wanted to extend. <laughs> Tell me when to go. Um, I'll go, I guess. I will pay dust to paper cuts. Mm. Because you won't know that you have them and then like you go get some soap in it or you put on some hand sanitizer mm. and all of a sudden you're screaming bloody murder because paper cuts really fucking hurt. Paper paper cuts do hurt. It's terrible. Frenchie? Um, I am going to pay dust to my apartment building. They got me um confused. Mm, confuzzled. Discombobulated, confuzzled, everything under the sun because my the motor in my freaking uh dishwasher is broken. Oh no. So I haven't been able to use my dishwasher for like a month now. And they were supposed to come and either replace my dishwasher or get me a new part for the motor. And they haven't and, done either? Um, hasn't been done yet. See? You know, I I talked to the repairman like last week. And he was Is like, there one oh, repairman yes. for the whole building? I think there's like two of them. Oh, but they're damn. only there like two days out of the week or something like that. Oh, that's it's annoying. It's really stupid. Yeah. Uh, so... Well, pay that shit, dust girl. I did. I'm paying dust to whole apples. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I am one who likes to enjoy their fruits and veggies cut. 
doesn't matter how big or small, mm. except if it's a grape, I can do a, I could pop a grape in that bitch and not I have to cut it out. I would hope you don't need grapes to be cut. No. Right. But I like, <laughs> I like a cut in half strawberry. Like, I like things just cut. Mm. It's just my thing. Wow. Um, and Nika over here was eating a whole apple today. And some unfortunate events happened with that whole apple. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And I told her, you know what? That's why I hate eating whole fruits because every um, shit just goes down. Oh, my goodness. So I like to cut up my apples, you know, your pears, and, you know, just do everything in, like, small increments. I hate having to eat a whole fruit. It's mm. disgusting to me. Really? I will, I'll, I'll literally see a whole apple, and I'll be like, if it's not cut, I don't want it. I don't. It's nasty childish i know terrible yeah i'm picky but did he turn 24 or 4 right did i, I don't know 60 let me mm, remind you you're right that's 60. why you need to cut up okay because the dentures yes. uh, that's why <laughs> that's why. Of the dentures yep I can't. it all makes sense now mm. Mm. i hope y'all all wished Wes, uh, um, happy 60th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a lot of. I've got Send a lot of him great... a bedazzled cane. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. gonna need it. Yeah, he's I getting got up there. So many 60th birthday wishes. I loved it. That's amazing. From so many so people who were so you. young. It's so crazy. So happy. 23, 24 year olds. I was sitting up here like, wow, they're all wishing me a great 60th. How amazing is that? Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like a predator. Oh my God. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Up now. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Mm. Nika? I'm going to move over to Liquor Lane because shit. Because <laughs> shit, I don't know, but we shit. moving. But we moving. Shit. All right, guys. The first wine I have today is the Federalist from Dry Creek Valley. Mmm, Dry Creek. Not the wet creek, but the dry one. Dry. Mm. I love it. It's a Zinfandel. Mmm. <clears throat> it says, mm. not long after Alexander Hamilton. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> it I didn't read this one at the store. Oh, it is called the Federalist. Okay. You damn right, girl. Yes. Okay, uh, let's go. <laughs> Not long after Alexander Hamilton pioneered the Federalist Party, Zinfandel began taking root in the U.S. Mm. Perhaps that's why Alexander and the Federalist visionary Zinfandel share such big, bold qualities. Okay. Robust fruit with a bright berry character and a lively acidity that could only come from Dry Creek Valley. Creative balance as refined and distinguished as our favorite founding father. Is he? Yeah. You sure? Uh, I don't know about our favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a he's not bad. All right. He's not bad. He's not bad. <laughs> he's not. He's not. You know? All, All right, right, guys. There's so a whole musical about him. How do you write Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> Go watch it. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's great. Oh my goodness! I it's cool. It does have like a kind of like a minty finish or something like it that. It has a robust yes, taste. A robust taste. That's how you say it. Uh, robust. If yes, that's what robust you're trying to say. taste. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. I enjoy it. To be honest, it's kind of like sips wine. It's very full. Like I, lit- it's not faint at all. Mm. Like I taste it. You know. <laughs> I, I mean, I taste all the wines that we have clearly, but 
Mm. It's like, it's full. I like it. Mm. It tastes like wine. What, it does. Uh, what's your Not dream? like, oh, like it's a sweet. Da, da, da. It just tastes like, you know, a nice pungent wine. Pungent. Yes. Wow. What's y'all's ratings? Um, I'll give it like a two and a half. Oh, it's just getting lower and lower by week. <laughs> well, last week, that's, I gave it a house wine a two. <laughs> I'll give it a four. I'm nice. enjoying my little Federalist. Yes. It also has 14.1%. I'm sorry, is it 0.1 or 0.5? 14.5. Yeah, percent alcohol level. Lovely. How exciting. Yeah. like If I anything, I it's serving its purpose, okay? I like it. It's just the finish I'm not, like, excited about. Yeah, so that's that why I'm giving something. it the two and a, two and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mika? I'll give it three and a half right now because I'm still just now sipping on it, so... Let's go on to For the Birds. And the first topic is very, very nice. <laughs> first topic of discussion is very nice. So nice that this person can do anything. Hell no. Hell no. So nice that we talking about her twice. You Actually, know. might be a little bit of thrice now that I'm <laughs> thinking about it. But um, she's a powerhouse. She's amazing. She's a powerhouse. She's a queen. The one, the only. Beyonce oh. knows Carter oh. came out with her film on Netflix. Beyonce Homecoming. Yes, she did. A film by Beyonce. A film by Beyonce. The recapping of the historical Coachella performance. Everything that led up to it. And basically, the whole entire performance. It was amazing. Is uh, in this film. If you haven't seen it yet, what are you doing? Because we're watching it right now. Okay. (laughs) We are literally literally watching it as we're recording this episode right now. It it may be on mute, but we we know all the parts already. You understand? Exactly. We're good. I've seen it a smooth three to four times. I watched it this morning, watching it again. It just is one of those staples. It's just great. You know, it's going to go down in history. The performance and the film. How about it that? It is. What did you guys think of it? It was amazing. I can't, like, I'm always super, super, like, amazed by her. Like, at every single, like, point in her career, it's just like, wow. You, I don't care how much you try to, like, deny this woman or not like her. It's impossible for you to deny or like downplay her work ethic. Impossible. And like the the intentions and the thought that she puts into everything that she does, like mm-hmm. every yeah. detail, everything's planned out. Everything, everything is just everything has a purpose. For I her. loved it. Everything and had intention. Yeah, just I mean, you feel me? Put put more respect on her name if you are if you don't put more respect on Beyonce's name because she's not out here playing. So y'all need to stop playing with her. Hey man. <laughs> no, yeah, I yeah. think it was a great performance and documentary. Um, mm-hmm. I was reading some reviews from some people and asking friends thing about how, like you know, oh what do you guys mm-hmm. think of it? And some people were like, oh my god, it's amazing. And some people were like, honestly, I was disappointed. So there was like a half and half. It's, I was surprised. Why were they disappointed? There was a half and half aspect of it. A lot of them dance. were disappointed. Oh. Were um. 
because she didn't add, they said, you know, they were expecting a full documentary with small snippets of her performance, not like the whole thing oh, okay. with, with small like small snippets, snippets of, of documentary. Up, yeah. Like they wanted a lot more content when it came to like explaining things, uh, documentary and how things are done. Like, you know, they want to go with her to these fittings, to these meetings. Like they, um, they wanted it to be like life is but a dream. Like oh, they wanted it to be okay. very like talk based Beyonce and like an interviewer and like her just like really giving what inspires her and like mm-hmm. not so many not so much voiceovers and like just raw footage of the making of it kinda. Yeah. Because we still don't really know like the logistics behind it. We just know like, you know, the work that went behind it. So we know like, yeah. okay, like they these are rehearsals, these are yeah. dancers. They rehearsed for eight months. You know? And, then yeah. then, and, then, and we know like, okay. okay, like this is what happened in some, some of the meetings that Beyonce was leading, but we don't know. Like they wanted details. Like, you know, they were like, oh, I want to get into like her going into her first costume meeting and her, like, you know, they yeah. gave footage of her in her first rehearsals. They wanted more things like that. Okay. Which I can, I can understand. I mean, I also know people wanted more stuff from her family, but Beyonce is very, like, you know, choosy with what she lets out with her family. So I knew we weren't going to get much family shit. Yeah. But I will say I did think there will be a... I know watching it for the first time, Mm -hmm. I was like, when is it going to turn into a documentary? Like, I remember being like, okay. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I was like, okay, so, like, this is a performance. Cool. Like, I've seen this both in person and whenever the little live stream came out, I watched that and I had the performance downloaded on my computer as well. So it's like I've seen the performance already, but I was waiting for like when the doc was going to come. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, there's one song. Here's another song. Here's another song. Did she play it? We got like like 10, 15 minutes before. I was like, is she playing it? Before it cut to like a Maya Angelou quote. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I was like, okay, cool. But no, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing some of the, you know, work that went behind it. I think it was amazing. I think her purpose in trying to incorporate people into the performance that may have been looked over in their life or possibly like not valued. She always said, you know, I handpicked every dancer. I handpicked mm-hmm. yeah. every every um, player in the band. I handpicked everything, everybody, because she wanted to make sure that she had that agency whenever it came to, okay, this is my performance and these yeah. are the people I'm looking for and I don't want anything different. And that's how you execute your vision properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, people go into a lot of these artists go into spaces and like just, okay, I need you to find me some dancers. I need you to find me some people in the band. Yeah. I need you to do this while I just focus on me mm-hmm. and what true. I need to get done. And it's like, okay, but it's your performance. So whatever is going on on that stage reflects you. Mm-hmm. So you would want to be involved in everything. But you know, some people are just lazy. Uh, <laughs> not Beyonce. Okay, because she said I could have just put on my flower crown. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Danced around the stage and did my thing, but no. And you know what's so well? I'll I'll let you go ahead and say like your favorite part because there's something that I was thinking, but I'm gonna save that. Um, I personally need to watch it again because. Watching things in my house is difficult because <laughs> it's so fucking loud. So I liked what I saw so, so far, but I wasn't really in it because of what was going on while I was watching it. So I need to watch it. A lot of things around, going on around you. Yeah. So I need to watch it again, but I know like once I'm like in it, in it, I'm going to be like blown away because she is she a force it. to be reckoned with. I haven't yet to watch amazing. it with anybody, though. Like, actively Same. watch it with someone. Yeah, I haven't watched it with anyone. Every time I watch it, I watch it by myself, so I want to experience watching it with someone. So, we'll see. Yeah. 
I t- I'm trying to really press my mama to watch it with me, and she's like, I don't have the time. I'm like, girl, if you don't set aside I, two hours. <laughs> my mom doesn't like before I let go, so I disowned her. See, simple as that. Oh, yeah. Sad applications? Okay. <laughs> uh, applications <laughs> for new moms? <laughs> Ones that like before I let go by Beyonce. <laughs> right. Because if you don't, then you're automatically out the running Sorry. of becoming America's Next Top Mom. <laughs> Those are the rules. <laughs> America's Next Top Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I have two photos in my head. That's so funny. Oh, but I, I was thinking... This probably is going to sound so crazy, but I think, I feel that getting pregnant was probably the best thing that could have happened for Beyonce at that point in her life. Even though it was unplanned, they weren't ready for it. And then for it to be twins on top of her being pregnant, you know, that was a lot. Her body went through a lot and things like that, but. Here's why I say I think her getting pregnant at that time was probably, like, the best thing that could have happened. Because um, just basing off of what uh, the outfit looked like that she could finally, finally like, get back into. Mm-hmm. She's like, look, look, like, showing Jay-Z, like, oh, like, look, I can fit back into my costume, my first costume and stuff like that. Never thought I'd be able to make it back in this. And mm-hmm. she's showing it off. And just based on what that outfit looked like, I know – what we would have gotten for that Coachella that she was supposed to be at, Mm -hmm. it would have been nowhere. I don't think it would have been anywhere near what we got the year, the year afterwards. Yeah. I feel you. It would, I don't, I, it would not have been this whole HBCU black college experience. It just would, I do not believe different vision. In my heart of hearts, it would not have been that it would have been like, okay it's Beyonce and she's amazing because she's Beyonce you know whatever song she does is gonna be great but yeah it just wouldn't have been like such an immersive and like inclusive exclusive kind of like you know feel yeah I feel you yeah I enjoyed it I um I I definitely see Beyonce's you know growth and change whenever it comes to Mm -hmm. comparing this performance slash doc to just her documentary which was life is but a dream yeah and seeing how in that one she was so focused on proving that she's a mom but she's still sexy she's still cool she still owns the stage you know she Mm -hmm. does sacrifices but now like you know she could bring her baby anywhere with her and like Mm -hmm. you know she's letting them know like this does not have to be the end for you as a mom like you know giving all moms hope that like you know babies don't stop your world don't stop your sexiness don't stop your grind like Mm -hmm. you just keep it going but in this one, she's like, I need to go home mm-hmm. yes. to my kids. To my 50 living children. I know. Like, I need <laughs> to, I need to, you know, uh, she's giving herself that family time to be able to be like, you know what? This is not it. This is my time to actually go home. I need to go recoup. I need, my body's not the same. It's different. Like, yeah. you know, I'm aging and it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm recovering from cut muscles and I'm just like, I'm being like, you know, there's a, there's a bit more to me now. Like, you know, I have a lot more mom in me. I got, a, I got two more kids and like, I really have to just really dedicate my time, not only to rehearsals, but to home. Yeah. So it's not like, okay, well I was just here for three days straight. Like mm-hmm. I didn't go anywhere. It's like, no, right, yeah. I was here for some hours that right. needed to be. And mm-hmm. then, then I'm, going, now I'm going home because <laughs> right. I can do that now because I'm Beyonce mother of three kids. <laughs> right. But yeah, I loved homecoming. I thought it was great. And that she gave us just enough. I think it was just enough. I do know. wish I had more doc pieces, but I'm not mad at it. Like, you know, like at yeah. the end of the day. I like yeah, I, I I feel the same way. Like, and especially knowing she has this Netflix deal for like three 
project. Yeah, I, yeah. So I kind of feel like she probably, she probably thought the same thing. Like, oh, yeah. it's not enough documentary, but because the Coachella performance was so legendary, she wanted to put a lot more performance than there was documentary, maybe. But since she signed a three pro- um, project deal with Netflix. I can only imagine what we're going to get next. For $60 million. Okay. For $60 million. My God. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited to see what else she brings to the table. Yeah. Mm. Very. Um. So next, uh, I have here, Howard University students versus white people and they dogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jesus, white people. So recently, a lot of... Howard students have been, uh, you know, complaining that there are like this, uh, an influx of people coming through their, you know, campus yard, walking their dogs and their dogs like running around all over the yard and like letting them poop and all this type of stuff. And, you know, the students, they have a, they have an issue with it. They have a problem with it. And so they want to you know, find some type of solution to this problem. They don't want, you know, everyone coming on there. Mind you, Howard is a private institution. They don't want... And then HBCU. Yes, Mm -hmm. and it's an HBCU. So, yeah, they don't want random people coming through there with their dogs running all around, pooping all on on the yard and stuff like that. Like, they they just want their grounds to be respected. Mm -hmm. And so they uh <laughs> they interviewed a few like residents in the area and they spoke to this one white dude. And the white man basically said like, "Hey, if you guys don't like the fact that we are coming up here walking our dogs, um this is DC <laughs> and we like we we all live in DC and so you should be used to uh interacting or encountering people in the DC area." And if the uh, university campus doesn't like it, then they can just move. Yep. White privilege. Man, and he was so upset. The man upset. said that Howard University, if they don't like the fact that he's walking his dog through there, they should just move the campus. Move the whole campus because my dog belongs. Right? Move my dog the campus. is the reason why. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, you know, like as a, and the funny thing is prior to that, he's like, you know, I feel like as D.C. residents, we should all work together and work with one another. And then he says that. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. So you just said that we should work together as a community to find a solution. And then your solution is move the campus. Because. They don't want you walking walking your dog. And letting your dog relieve themselves all over their grounds. Mm-hmm. Sounds like, you know, pretty solid ground to me to be like, <laughs> you know what? Get the fuck out. Right. And for him to just easily be able to be like, yeah, just move the campus. like To dismiss the whole Howard, educational institution. Howard has been in that space, in that area, that same campus since 1867. Long before him and his dog. Long before <laughs> you and your dog. And they're just supposed to get up and move because right. you want to you walk your dog. And a lot of the students were saying, like, there is a public park literally across the street from campus. But and y'all don't y'all won't go there. Y'all want to come on our campus. It just shit and all over it. Y- basically, it's terrible. That it is, is terrible. There's no like yeah. There's no like you know. 
consideration. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's like if you have a dog and you want to walk it, just walk it at the park. Like that's where you take your dog to the. I don't take my dog to the college campus and walk right. it. Right. Like I take my dog to the dog park or to the park and I walk it. Or maybe if there's no park around, I take it outside next yeah. to a tree or something around the neighborhood. But like I'm not gonna <laughs> purposely like oh like we're gonna take a walk right across Howard's campus and. In the middle of the campus, we're going to play with our things, and we're going to, like, almost right. like it is we're a gonna, dog park. We're going to picnic and <laughs> dog park it up. Right. Like, this is not picnicking and, right. and dog parking. And it's not <laughs> to say, like, okay, like, especially even if you're, like, Howard student, Howard faculty, or, like, things of that nature, if you're coming to visit someone at Howard and happen to bring your dog, then, of course, like, play on the grass. But, like, don't let it be a thing where I live in the neighborhood and I'm choosing to specifically go to this university and take my dog to relieve themselves every day. And then not picking it up. Just disrespectful. Yeah, like that's just disrespectful. Ew. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. I hate it. And I think that white people are terrible. But that's just white people. Yeah, <laughs> they are. <laughs> some of y'all have some sense. A lot of y'all don't. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that's basically how that goes. Right. That's exactly yeah. how it goes. Mm-hmm. And so next on here, I have... Megan the Stallion. Hey, man, I just let her meet me out from time to time. Exactly. Bringing her back up. Because, once again, people are hating on her. Why are they hating? Because, as we all know, um, her mother passed away about, like, a month or two ago. About, yeah, about a month ago. About a month ago. Um, she had, like, a, um, is it a brain tumor? Yeah. Yes. Her mom had a brain tumor. For, you know, for a long time, and then she eventually passed away from it. Um, And so, if you are on, you know, Instagram or Twitter, you know, you all always see, you know, pictures and videos of Megan just, like, you know, twerking or having looking a good old cute, time just having life. a good time, living her best life. And there are so many people that are, like, attacking her for having a good time and still enjoying life, even though her mother is dead. Basically. Mm-hmm. And so this are you white? I know the person no. that I saw tweeted was black, yeah. No, they're not white, they're black. Okay. Yeah. This person said, uh, I'm so happy for Megan, but I just don't understand. Like her mom died and I don't know why she's acting like she didn't. Like, so And I clicked the profile and the person follows me. Oh no! <laughs> Yikes! I didn't even know that we we followed each other actually, and I was like, "Wow, interesting!" Wow, mm. I know. And <laughs> wow, so she shouldn't have even had to do this, but she did. So then Megan commented and said, "Just because I'm not crying on social media doesn't mean I'm not hurt. My mother was a very strong woman, and she raised a strong woman. God bless." Mm. And so then the person who originally attacked her was saying oh i understand with like a heart emoji and was like thanks for clearing that up but what did she have to clear up with you but then the thing is even after that he was still talking shit like well i just didn't get it you know i just didn't understand and people were asking him like you know why would you say that why would you like judge someone and their mm-hmm. grief and how they handle their grief and he was like well i mean if it was my mama well it's not your mama exactly. like you know exactly. and it's not your life and it's not your career and so you grieve up. differently than them so <laughs> why do you expect them to grieve similarly to you you know right. exactly <laughs> well if it was my and you know just to have the backstory of megan the stallion and like her mom having to deal with like this brain tumor for years now mm-hmm. and her like you know sadly passing away from it and then 
just knowing that her mom was a rapper. Like, and you know, Megan was at the booth. You know, Megan mm-hmm. was at the booth whenever her mom, as a child, Megan was at the booth with her mom, listening to her rap, mm-hmm. kind of trying to take over her rhymes, doing little freestyles as a, as a kid, you know, as a little girl. Yep. And for her mom to be able to see her, you know, on yeah. you know Start, beca- starting to live out her exactly day. becoming a star getting covers booking shows you know really out here living her best life that makes her mom proud like you know i felt like her mom felt like you know what like i'm happy to see this from my daughter because i couldn't make it happen for myself didn't have the time to didn't have the means to but she does i've given it to her i've given her the tools and now i feel like it's t- megan's time to show her mom like you know what, Mom? You're always riding for me. you always with me. You're in my heart everywhere I go. I'm going to make you proud. I'm going to keep on working, grinding harder, doing this for us. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. she's rapping for a bigger purpose now exactly. than she would have been if, like, you know, if she was just rapping and her mom was still alive. Like, you know, it's like it's yeah. for a purpose. Like, you know, before it was for a purpose just to gain, like, recognition and just to be herself. Right. But now it's like it's really a greater purpose because it's like I'm living out a dream that my mom wasn't able to. Yeah. And I'm going to carry it to the end. I'm going to ride mm-hmm. this thing. Okay. Exactly. And I love it. Yeah, I just got to let people grieve in their own way. Mm-hmm. I swear, it's like social media just has us so clouded, like, on how yes. we think people should be acting and what they should be showing us. It's like, yeah. why would I come on social media showing y'all the bad? Like, what you is know? she su- what is she supposed to do? Cry. Go, go on, on live, live of her crying. Post pictures of her crying with captions. Oh, I miss my mommy so much. Oh, mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. I'm just so sad and in the dumps. And, and then she, y'all and gonna be to like, "Where's the know? music?" Because that's how you. y'all do. <laughs> Thank you. It's and so like, crazy. Just, just focus on the music. You know, your mama. She would have loved that if you just stuck, stuck to your music. Blah blah blah. blah. Like just. I mean, and it's thing, and it's sad because it seems <laughs> like it's an expectation for people. Mm-hmm. It is. Like I want to see, like after someone dies in your family or someone who's close to you dies, yeah. I want to see you on social media. I want to see what you posted and how sad you are. It's like right. whenever yes. Nipsey died, everybody was waiting on Lauren London's sad post. Whenever Kim right. Porter died, mm-hmm. everybody was waiting on Diddy's sad post. Yeah. And it's like, so if they wouldn't have posted sadly after a certain, like you know, for instance, mm-hmm. if. If Nipsey died and Lauren London just posted a video of her being, you know, joyous. And you don't don't know when the video was taken. You don't know anything. This could have been taken by Nipsey months ago. And it was a video of her smiling and walking down the street. Right. And she didn't put any context to it. They'd be like, oh, my gosh, look at her. Oh, my gosh. Why is she happy? Why Why is she smiling? And it's like, what you don't know behind it. Her man just got murdered. You shouldn't be happy. And it's like, you don't even know the backstory. (laughs) You don't know that this is the reason why. She posted this video is because right. maybe Nipsey was taking it at the time and he was piping her up. You don't know what what's going right, on in that exactly. video. You don't know what's going you on at didn't that time. Know them. You don't know shit. So stop acting actually. like you have some kind of agency towards someone else's situation, mm-hmm. towards some how someone else is feeling. Feel mm-hmm. like they need to feel how you're feeling right now. I hate that people wanting to put their like ill yep. will and their like sadness on you because like they feel like you should be feeling this way. You know. Yes. It's terrible. It is. It's disgusting. disgusting. And speaking of disgusting, (laughs) (laughs) what a great segue. We're going to talk about this disgusting (sighs) Ancestry.com ad. Lord. About to have me sing a Negro spiritual. Okay. Mm. If you have not seen this ad already, it's probably because I got pulled. (laughs) Damn near immediately. I mean, geez. Right, that part. It got pulled like a day or two after it started airing in the U.S. Okay, so. But it's too late. 
It's too late. It's out there. It's out there. It's, it's touched out the internet. There. Okay. Go ahead and Google search it on Nothing up. Nothing leaves it's like the everything. Internet. Once it touches the internet, it's, it's always living it's on forever. There. So in this ad, we have an ancestry. It's an ancestry.com ad, and it depicts um they it's this this interracial couple. Mm-hmm. There's a white man. Abigail the slave. Yes, this white man. There's Abigail, who got she has to be the slave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because they're dressed in like like eighteen hundred style clothing, clothing mm-hmm. and things like that, and like they're kind of running or whatever, and then they get to um like in front of a storefront or something like that. Yeah. And then the white man stops and turns to the black woman named Abigail with the wedding ring mm-hmm. in his hand, and he says, "Abigail, let's let let's go. Let's let's run away to the north." Mm-hmm. And north being Canada. Right, the north being Canada, let's run away to the north, and you know we like we'll 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 be okay there. We can make it there. Mm-hmm. And so Abigail goes, I, and then before she says I do or like I can't or whatever, right? They cut it right there, and then the ad says, "Without you, history stops here." Mm. Ancestry dot com. And Come then learn about your ancestry, whatever y'all. the hell they put at right. the end. And they had the nerve to put up stories like Abigail's would be lost to history if people didn't tra- trace their roots using our service. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you. Great. Ancestry.com. It's literally terrible. I watched the ad and was sickened. No, yeah. I was so mad. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Are you, you yeah. sh- shitting me right so now? So basically, you are telling me. If Ooh. I slave woman Abigail I do not go with this white man uh-huh. to the north of Canada, my history is gonna stop right here, and no one's gonna know about me. And the only way that people know about Abigail's story, or will know about Abigail's story, is because she ran away to the north with the white man. And if that didn't happen, we <laughs> wouldn't we, would we wouldn't be know. able to track it for could, you. Who would she be doing? She'd uh-huh. still be stuck in her same situation. Well, let's flip that and talk about the actual situation that was, she was stuck in. Okay, right. That's where the real ancestry comes in. I was reading the article that it came with on NBC News. And um, yeah. what I liked the most was whenever um, they brought up how professor and historian Diana um, Rami Berry, mm-hmm. she said it's the green book of ads. Yes. Being that like the goal is to find the good in it. Mm-hmm. You know, the hopeful place. And it's just kind of sort of giving that, like, it's giving it, she's giving it, like, the ad gives the institution of slavery and paints it as, like, hopeful. Yeah. Like, you know. Like, oh, if I just run away, uh, there's my hope right here, right there. That's my chance. Mm-hmm. I can keep this going. This white man can save I can have me. a legacy. You yeah, know? exactly. As long as I'm with him, he can say I'm his servant. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, it's just exactly. so Exactly. Because that's Ridiculous. what would have happened. Literally. Honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. It I, it just offers like, it offers like the slave interracial love story like mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. a narrative that I'm sure Tamara Maury would love. <gasps> oh. Okay. <laughs> and she would be very proud of. But oh unfortunately, Tamara, this is really just problematic. Oh shit! I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm I'm sh- I, I mean and beyond you know Tamara Maury saw that and was like oh. My Yes, that's uh, me. I'm that Abigail. It. Oh my I god, I love it. I'm interracial Abigail. slave love, <laughs> like, girl. Right. And it's like the way that they 
depicted it. Like, when I first watched it, I didn't understand, like, what the problem was because I was looking, like, for something really, really, like, in my face, like, mm-hmm. crazy. So I was like, I don't get it. What was so bad about that? Mm-hmm. So then I had to watch it again, and I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. It's so cooking. It like, <laughs> right, it clicked. It was like they subtly tried to, because, you know, she's, she's dressed yeah. up nice, and he's dressed up nice, I guess, what you would consider for, like, that time. And then they're just like, come, come, come run away with me to the north and we can get married or whatever. Yes. It just annoys me because it like discounts the brutality of slavery. Exactly. It's just kind of like, okay. That's probably not how it happened. Yeah. Like all all these white (laughs) people like put out ads and stuff like that to make them feel like, oh, like, you know, it almost makes white people feel good. It does. Oh, see, look at a happy story. It's like like all I'm a savior. um, Like how in Hidden Figures. The white man? Yes. Mm. He never even existed. Like right. it, just, it never happened. It just made <laughs> him up so it could be that, that good, oh, yeah. that I, white I person knocked down, feel good. I knocked down the sign so she can go to all of the bathrooms. Right. right. It didn't happen. It's not real. Fake. They made it up Fake to news. make it look like white people are saviors when they're really the devils. Exactly. <laughs> so. Not all of them. But most of them. Listen, their <laughs> ancestors especially, okay? Keeping us The devils. Mm-hmm. Holding us down. But that was disgusting. I hated that. Mm. And it's almost like, you know what? If you're going to really try to do an Ancestry, especially Ancestry.com and slavery, you know, try to trace your roots. I mean, you already know. We if you know all black people, like literally black people, <laughs> right. it's, it's impossible. We cannot we can't do, do it, it to like at all. go far. Like, you know, you will see white people and they will have roots here from like yeah. 1650. Right. I'm like, yo, I, I don't even do have that. that luxury. Right. Like, I don't even have that And if they take my blood or my saliva or something, it's going to be used for something else, and I'm going to turn into another Henrietta Lacks, and I'm not doing uh, it. Yes, I heard. That's funny. That's a very, exactly. that's a very big, like, you know, theory. Yeah. Yes, yes. because they're just, they can do whatever they want with your DNA afterward. Mm-hmm. But even, if, even mm-hmm. if they go ahead and take my DNA, okay, you take my DNA, you're going to be able to pinpoint where I'm from, regionally oh here 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 okay that's great but slavery i still (laughs) but i still can't trace back like that's great i know where now sure that's great but Mm. yeah i wish i could go i I wish i I could trace back to africa and see exactly where i come from i can't trace back and say oh that was my great 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 whatever you know that was yeah. my great, 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 and it's like people are like oh yeah i'm from I the so-and-so tribe and it's like i wouldn't know what tribe i'm from yeah and it's so crazy cause it's like man us as black people like we're so strong and so like we know who we are and we have this great culture but we really just had to make it up i don't we've know we've had to where. create our own yep. we, we really had to just have. make it up because we don't know where they i don't know because we don't know where we're from there we don't are know some what elements in there type of culture know. we're a part of or should be a part of or how to celebrate this and that mm-hmm. because we didn't have a culture like that all got stripped away from us beaten out of us raped out of us like you know mm-hmm. so much happened but we but still like, prevailed and things like that way. and i think that's why we're so like protective of our culture because it's like we really had to build it out of nothing from scratch yeah, and for y'all to go around and taking <laughs> what we created is just a slap in the face it's like we worked so hard to build up something that got stripped away from us like it was literally like we didn't have a choice 
<laughs> None. No, we, we we didn't have it a wasn't choice. Like, so what would you guys like? Yeah, it wasn't like oh, so would you like to be whipped or slapped? No, it was <laughs> you go pick my fucking cotton or you getting whipped. And regardless, you'll probably get whipped anyway because you're looking in the wrong direction, right? You know, or whatever. Just ridiculous, the fuck. senseless shit. Yeah, we had to build our culture up from the ground up because we needed something to make us feel like. I want to say almost human because we were dehumanized uh-huh. as slaves. So we built up a culture. We worked hard on it. And for you to go around and be like, oh, you know, I'm going to wear a dashiki and put uh. fucking Afro puffs and I'm going to wear I'm gonna darker be cool makeup. Because I'm an ally. Right. Like, I'm okay. an ally. This is You can be an ally without trying to adopt the culture, sweetheart. Keep your culture and be an ally. I know some cool white people out there who I consider to be allies to the black community. Yes. But like, it's because they don't do that. They don't try to be black. They don't even, yeah. they, you know, they don't, that's not their focus. Exactly. I just want you but to they be do focus ally. on like, you know, like people, even sometimes I see like ignorant people, not only ignorant on the white end, but black end as well. Yeah. Uh, people being like, oh my goodness, this one white girl showed up to the Black Lives Matter um, meeting and it was so weird having her there and she infiltrated our space. And it's like, she literally didn't wear dashiki she didn't have her hair braided right. she just literally went Maybe there to get her white you know just to go get information and to like yeah. you know really really absorb the knowledge and fight right. the fight and it's like sometimes you really got to realize like all right sis is just out here just trying to trying to fight the fight like us she only is she's trying to bring education she's to her not community. trying to be gormless you know uh-huh. the, 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 okay listen she's bringing education to a community that needs it hers yeah. And it's like, you know, we can allow her into our space. I have no issue allowing like, white people into my space mm-hmm. and teaching and like, you know, coaching them on culture and like what it means and what to do and what not to do and what black culture is and what black power is and what black lives matter is. I have no issue with that. Mm-hmm. But when you don't want to listen mm-hmm. is when people are like, when okay. you think you're me is when. Yeah. When you issue. think yeah. you're me and you don't want to listen to why like something's wrong or whatever like it makes it makes me feel like kind of weird because it's like like i really want to try but you make it so hard now i'm gonna punch you in the face and i'm <laughs> and don't make yeah. it like you're my hero cause yeah it's like i hate those white people who are like yeah oh like it's okay bro like yeah like we got pulled over but like just stand behind me i got this like it's okay you don't have to say anything like you know let me handle this you know my dad's a cop or like you know yeah. I, I you know i'm like you know i don't need to be my hero bro bro like i got this i'm good thank yeah. you for trying to be like oh step in front of me let me you know handle this you just be quiet almost like you nigga self shut up like you know it's right annoying, it's it's, it is it's like, shut your nigga ass <laughs> up real quick let, let, let me handle let me handle what's going on with this cop right here that's because so i've true. got the keys and i've got the tools and it's yeah. like okay and then they don't they don't see how that's offensive yeah, and there's ways to do that there are ways to do that mm-hmm. that whole oh i'm white so i can protect you thing there are ways to do it but there are also ways to where it makes us feel like oh i'm Almost inferior like, exactly yeah it makes yeah. me feel like i'm inferior to you because you're white and nothing's gonna happen to you I already know nothing's going to happen to you. Just like you know nothing's <laughs> going to happen to you. Which is why you're so which is Yeah, in. which is why you're so exactly. set on telling me, oh, I got this. You know. No, I got this. I don't need a hero. <laughs> right, I'll let I don't, you know if I, I don't need, need your help. A hero. Exactly. I, I haven't needed your help for the past however many years of my life. However many years this was going on, I, haven't me- I have not needed you. I've been getting through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you want to step up and stuff like that's fine, but do it correctly. Okay. 
Don't yeah. make it as if like <laughs> you are like a superior. Yeah. That's um, what's annoying too. I hate that. All we're asking is for you to just be an ally. I don't want you to be me. I don't want you to be my nope. hero. Nope. Just be my ally. Stand next to me, not in front of me, not mm. behind me. Just stand next to me. And, and let me have it. a voice. Let me have a word. Let me speak. And do yes. not interrupt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. That's it. Mm. Well, on that note, we're going to move on to the gust of wind. Whoosh. Yeah. And we have an update for you on the Renaya Wright case from a couple episodes ago. Um, if you guys remember, Renaya Wright was the black... South Carolina fifth grader, um, and it was on our last time that I checked, or that we checked episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it basically the ruling of her death was of natural causes. <coughs> so they say. So they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and to give you context, in the article they put that she was included in a five to ten second slap fight. That that right. really annoyed the fuck out of me, by yes. the way. I just want to say. A five to ten second slap, slap, fight. slap fight. Slap fight. Like it was a harmless, like, oh, kitty, kitty, slap, slap. Like, no, mm. she hit her head. This isn't a slap fight. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't get how. What? They were not mm-hmm. slap boxing. Right. She okay. was getting beat up. And then there's like, they're like, there's no sign or indication of mm-hmm. trauma to the head or anywhere else on her body. So... Yeah, she died of natural causes. Right. They say that she died of natural causes um, from AVM. And AVM is a tangling of vessels connected um, to arteries and veins. And basically it was in her brain. And it just decided that at that specific time to burst. Yeah. And cause her. It disrupts normal blood flow, Mm -hmm. meaning that the surrounding tissues may not get enough oxygen. And then basically they... Like Wes said, they die out and they burst. Mm -hmm. And I just want to know, what the fuck? A a sock'em bop'em fight made her have a ruptured vein. A fight that you guys say that was five to ten seconds. Well, they say that they said she was she was born with well, it. Yeah. They say she was they born she with was AVM born with and like she would have constant headaches that would mm-hmm. last for like longer than usual and it had been happening like free happening frequently for the past three to four months. Mm-hmm. But it just so happened that at the time that the fight happened was the time that it ruptured and she died. And I I can understand that if you guys didn't say that it was a slap fight. Because <laughs> I don't think it was a slap fight. I think and and I know, I mean, it was said that she, she hit her head on something. And if this was from birth, this um disease, if it was from birth, then yeah, maybe like, you know, that smacking on her head could do it, but not a fucking slap. Yeah. I mean, I I don't like the fact that they that they dis that 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 they like brought it down to the level of yeah. like oh she was involved in a slap fight that wasn't even necessary. Yeah, no, you couldn't even wasn't. add that in the article. The part that makes me upset is the fact that like they're trying to make it seem like first of all, um, what's his name, um, district solicitor Duffy Stone mm-hmm. said there's no evidence of trauma or on or inside her body mm-hmm. that would indicate that any fight of any magnitude mm-hmm. contributed, contributed to, to her, her death. death. Like, That's what makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, so she has this 
this disease called AVM that she was born with where like, you know, it allows like blood vessels and, you know, arteries and veins to get tangled mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and create like a pressure and rupture. Okay. She's had that since birth. I'm okay. You're gonna, that's yeah. fine. Okay. Cool. But then it comes to a point where it's like, there's a reason why it burst. It didn't yes. just burst because like she was sitting in class one day and bam, it happened. There was something right. that escalated that bursting. Something of it. happened. Yeah. Something to rupture the vein, <laughs> which was the fight. Right. And I don't see how you can try to be like, there's no way that any fight of any magnitude could have made this little girl die. And I know it for sure. This is definitely <laughs> just a, a natural cause. Like, okay, maybe the disease was natural, but the cause of death because of it rupturing like that it wasn't supposed to and even if it were to happen in the future and like Mm -hmm. maybe if it happened the day after while she was sitting at home or like you know but the fact that it escalated and happened during a fight the fight has something to do with it exactly it has something to do with it there's no way you can discount the fact that maybe whether it be like you know her being in that situation her blood pressure elevating and you know there being more pressure on her brain and like that and causing it to rupture like i can understand Mm -hmm. that yeah but don't just say that no fight of any magnitude of anything could have caused it you know that something fucking caused it and the fight had to be it. It had since to be. it was the event that took place. So please don't discount this little girl's death as a natural cause, because although yes, like you know, the 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 blood vessel rupturing was that was from birth would may have been from like a natural cause, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, something escalated that rupture, and it was the fight that she was involved in that she should have never been involved in. Exactly. I mean, it's just that simple. So yes, people, as of today and last week, I believe. Yes. Renaya Wright died of natural causes. In her cases. Closed. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's what, that's what they're going to leave us with. That. Yep. That's it. So mm-hmm. for those who are waiting for, I know some listeners were waiting for like, you know, a continuation of what's happening or an update. That's the update. That's it. That's all we get. Mm-hmm. Renaya Wright's death was natural not in causes. any way contributed to the fight that she was in. The 10 to the five to 10 second slap fight that they like to call mm-hmm. it fucking annoying i can't say and i just want to put in a little note that they said that she had this from birth right yes the parents didn't even know that she had this condition so i just feel like as a parent like you know your child well yeah but but sometimes things you don't see at the time but still the fight did it yeah, the fight did yeah. it. I mean, at the end of the day, like they did. I was re- doing research on the disease, and they said that it was hard. Like you know, yeah, to detect. It's like it's, um, yeah, it's like autism. Yeah, it's like it's hard to detect. Okay. It's like you can't just like you know, no one's taking yeah. their kid in for like a CAT scan every mm-hmm. year. You know, like unless there's a real issue. Like you know, they just said that she had frequent headaches. Yeah. But like, if my kid has a headache, I'm gonna be like, go lay down, baby. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh my gosh, like we need right. to go to the hospital. Like you know, like I'm just be like, go lay down, baby. Like you know, you know. And then the next mm-hmm. day they wake up fine. And then maybe like two weeks later they have another headache. And it's like, okay, like, well, you know, you get them often. Like, you know, maybe because you're stressed out, go lay down. Like, you know, that's what I would always say. I wouldn't really yeah. take my kid and be like, there's something wrong with my kid. Like, yeah. they're having frequent headaches. It's especially, like, you know, headaches, you know. Especially if you're a black parent. Yeah, and you have that's a black true. child. Like, you know, the doctors are definitely not going to go that extra mile for you. Or take you serious. Or take you serious. You might be like my child. Like they're they're having migraines every night, and it's crazy. I, I we need to know what's going on. They're just having migraines. I don't know. Here here's some aspirin. Okay, bye. 
And whenever it comes to insurance, like, like you know, covering things <laughs> and like how much it costs just to get one CAT scan, like, you know, it can't, yeah. the thing is, it's like, you know, that can, that, that it's a disease that you can do a CAT scan and it won't be detected the first time, but it might be detected the third time you do it. Right. You know, it's like you don't even know the progression of it because you don't have that privilege of being like, I need my kid to go in now. I need to see what's going on. Like, and you don't have mm-hmm. that privilege. So you just deal with it. And it's sad. Like, you know, if I, I wish that something could have been done. I wish that maybe like yeah. a prior. Yeah. Inc- I mean, I wish that this, this didn't have to be it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I wish this could have been like, you know, okay, like maybe she passed out and they took her to the doctor and they did a casket and they see that she had this disease and they learn how to control it or like, you know, mm-hmm. what to do to suppress it. Like, you know, learn different ways of dealing with it because maybe it wasn't so definite. But the mm-hmm. fact that it ended in her dying is unfortunate. Like, that's what makes me sad very much so well yes and it doesn't get lighter folks it doesn't just <laughs> please just hold on it so will go under our umbrella but not right now right um on this next part a student was expelled for kneeing a boy protesting a transgender student so to paint the picture for you guys the it's best that I picture, can, because it literally you know, makes no it's a dumb sense. Ass picture. It makes no sense. But um, there were seven boys. Mm-hmm. Well, th- let me start off. But there was a transgender male, so a female to male, a transgender male using the boys' restroom. Yes. And the boys didn't like that. Nope. Right. So the seven boys went into the women's restroom mm-hmm. and blocked the door. Yeah. So that no girls can get in or out, because they didn't mm-hmm. like the fact that there was a quote-unquote weird trans male in their bathroom right Mm -hmm. and one of the girls that they weren't letting out was stuck in the bathroom Mm -hmm. being heckled by these boys these seven boys that are blocking the door so naturally she was like get the fuck out my way but i mean of course she didn't say that (laughs) but in in my head get the fuck out my way (laughs) and they're not leaving her alone and she needs one of them in the groin yeah because Get out she of needs way. them to move. And then she gets out and runs on with her day. And one of the boys goes and tells the administration and the principal. And the girl gets called into the to the um, office. And mm-hmm. she's expelled. Yes. Expelled. She got expelled. Expelled. And the seven boys. Not we, suspended. Not detention. Expelled. Yeah. And we don't even know what happened with those seven boys as far as I know. But. We just know that they got disciplined accordingly reprimanded yeah. reprimand like okay in what way because homegirl that was just trying to go about her day was getting blocked in the bathroom in the bathroom which is low-key kidnapping you know just right. saying because you're not letting me leave or come you're holding me please, hostage you're holding me hostage you're kidnapping me <laughs> okay <laughs> and being heckled by seven boys seven boys yeah, who walk seven who boys. confidently walk into the woman's restroom and I'm one I'm one girl. Yes. Who just wants to get out the goddamn bathroom? Who just wants bathroom. to get out the bathroom? You're not letting me out. So I'm going to need you. And then you go run off and you tell and I get expelled? It's ridiculous. No. Yeah. Those seven boys should be getting expelled. Simple if you, as if that. you want to, you just want to get to expelling people. They should get expelled for being them. dumb also. I just, because yeah. Does it make it any literally, sense? Because if you guys, did you guys listen to what Wes just said? <laughs> a transgender male. That means they yeah. were in the. They went into the boys' bathroom. The boys, the seven boys, are blocking the girls' bathroom, mm-hmm. which means that a girl was already in there, and they're not letting her out. So they're like, 
blocking her from like exiting the bathroom so of course like she's like let me out and they probably were like being rough for her and was like no you can't leave blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. so she need them in the groin if they wanted to protest a transgender person don't you think they would have went and blocked the boys bathroom right to keep them (laughs) how idiotic you know i I didn't get it. I literally was like, I don't understand right. how in the world this uh, these boys are so young and so stupid. Mm-hmm. It's like how could, even if even if you wanted to be a bully or be a heckler, like I can understand the boys going into the into the boys' bathroom and heckling the transgender male yeah. student and maybe dragging them out or like being rude to them or like you know putting soap on their face or yeah, like trying to get some, them like you know we don't mean a we don't mean understand like we would understand we yeah. Mean, we mean, that, we mean, we mean, it like, would, like that. Yeah, this seems like something feasible. that would be done. It just yeah. seems like something because it I has crime, been done. You yeah. know, it seems like they would do something of like a hateful sense yeah. to the trans male, or they yeah. would like, it's like you said, like block the trans male from even entering their bathroom. That's yeah, what I can understand they as them being like the girl's bathroom, you know? but the trans person was in the boy's bathroom. It, this this story it, in no way, shape, or form affected the trans person. By the way, no, it did not. It didn't, it didn't affect the trans <laughs> person, which. Thank goodness. But those seven boys should be expelled, not the girl who had to fight her way out the bathroom. Who had the right. I mean, right. Had, exactly. had the right. Like, why were the, why were they in the bathroom? I know they're, I know what they said. They're saying, oh, they're trying to protest against the trans person. But really, when you really look at the bigger picture and all of it and everything, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't. <laughs> Terrible, <laughs> literally. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well, on that note, I'm gonna move to the Sri Lanka attacks. So this past Easter Sunday, there were bombings at churches and hotels in Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think 300 plus people passed yeah. away. Let me three, get the three actual. Three people were killed and more than 500 were injured. Yes. yes. Among those killed were 31 foreigners including at least four u.s citizens mm-hmm. um and 14 people are unaccounted for so yeah that's what happened hate crimes you know still happening still relevant happening as of less than seven days ago on easter sunday yep. where they knew people would be at religious services yeah. you know coming to visit the different temples and places mm-hmm. to go in sri lanka mm-hmm. and just specifically targeting them and it's I mean, it's just, disca- I mean, in this, we've only had this podcast for four months and how many hate crimes have we talked about? Like, it's a just, lot. I mean, it's just literally like, it's crazy to see they're monthly. They're on a monthly basis. Yeah. They're all happening on a monthly basis. It's kind yeah. of ridiculous. Um, I was going to bring up something that, um, I read, which was, um, Sri Lankan health minister. I'm not even going to be able to pronounce his name. I think it's Rajita. I, that's like the first name, but I can't do the last yes. name. I really cannot pronounce yeah. it. But um, they claim that like there was a national, I can't even pronounce the group to be honest, but there was like a group of people. Um, it's like a little known Muslim militant group. And they blamed them for the attacks coordinated on the churches and hotels on Easter Sunday. And they blame them in contandum with, an internal network. So that means people within the government also aiding them in acting out these attacks. Mm -hmm. And now there's like, I mean, I feel like personally there should be a government, like, you know, wide audit whenever it comes to seeing 
who's yeah. really with you in your cabinet. Of course. Yeah, and I saw um I saw an article that was saying that ISIS was taking blame for the attacks as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's easy for them, ain't it? <laughs> Yeah, we I did it right. Oh my God, that's all us. ISIS just wants to prove okay, that they're Dora. just a big bitch, but they're not. They <laughs> I mean, they're a big bitch. ISIS does attack, but it's just like annoying because it's like they want to take credit for every attack. Yeah, it's like all right, babe, just like sit down. You're not, you're not that big, baby. Yeah. Anyway, no, yeah, they're blaming this like small militant Muslim group um, for coordinating the attacks, and they're blaming a couple people within like you know their own government, maybe aiding this group and following up with these attacks and out on these attacks. And I just wanted to say that, you know, we feel for the people in Sri Lanka and the, the government as well as, like, you know, the place and just being like, we're with you, we stand with you. Um, and it's so sad to see that so many people died. Yeah. In a senseless, senseless act of terrorism. Mm-hmm. Specifically targeted toward religion, you know. It's like, damn. Right. This day that's supposed to be Oh, you know, you're just celebrating the life of Jesus coming back from behind that stone. Resurrecting, honey. Resurrecting. Hey, rising like the sun. And, you know, being with family and rejoicing and, you know, getting your church on and stuff like that. You can't even do that in peace. It's just really sick. I wish there was like a way to just like get rid of all hate in the world. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be amazing. If only. If only. Because mm. it's really gross. And what people do because they hate. They hate and they hate hard. And it's like, why do you want to let your hate manifest mm-hmm. in this fashion? You know, if you hating, hate on you and hate on yourself. And like, but don't. I just hate like <laughs> seeing this, the, the, the spew of it go directly towards others. Like they can't do anything about it internally. Or they don't know how to deal with what they're dealing with internally, so they choose to act out these hateful things on others, innocent mm-hmm. people who don't deserve that. Like you know, don't, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve the time of day whenever it comes to that. Right. And the fact that you're inflicting your pain on others physically is yeah. a problem. Because like, what did I someone. do to you? I don't know you personally. You don't know me personally. Mm. But you're gonna come ruin my whole entire life and my family's whole entire life. I mean, it just to, offers that. To prove that. whatever point you're trying to prove, but it's like. And you probably don't even know what point you're trying to prove. You're just probably following someone else mm-hmm. because you don't have a purpose. And I just feel like um, it brings up a bigger issue of mental health, mental wellness, and mm-hmm. therapy yeah. that people need. <laughs> yes. That is still so just frowned upon. And then yeah, because there could be like one event that happened in your life, and then you'll just. You'll carry it on and you won't deal with it to the point where it all of that hurt and pain and sadness turns into hate. And it doesn't need to be that way. There needs to be something that you need to do where you deal with it. Right. So that it doesn't turn into something bigger and more hurtful to people around you than to yourself because jealous jealousy and envy are like the scariest things to me because once you get to the point where you're like you really like hate hate something like you're so jealous to the point where you got to kill somebody or you're so envious of everything it's just like to where you want to hurt someone yeah to where you want to hurt someone it's Mm -hmm. just 
you take them away from every, and it just it sucks and it just it hurts and it's just like that person could have been like amazing and you don't know what they did or what they were trying to do and you're just like you know what fuck you and you just you're just like you know what fuck Mm -hmm. you fuck your religion and and everything yeah and they're just like i don't care i hate you Mm -hmm. and you don't even know why you don't even know this person (laughs) but our hearts our minds our spirits our souls are all with the people and citizens of sri lanka and we wish them and pray for them and nothing but the best and the growth and better return from this. And this will not knock you down as a community. It'll only make you stronger. And to please assess your government and do an internal audit. Because someone, cl- like, you know, they, they were saying how there was, there's no way that this could all just, like, gone, yeah. you know, smoothly without help from internal mm-hmm. figures. So... I just hope that whenever they do the investigation, they really do do like a thorough audit of people who are in the government and like find those people who helped aid the um, small Muslim group into doing things like this. Um, And the last thing I want to bring up on the Gust of Wind segment, yet another sad, sad, sad topic. 15-year-old Huntsville, Alabama Alabama native Nigel Shelby decided to commit suicide um, because he was bullied at school for being gay and this was a young black man from Alabama who went to Huntsville High School and I wanted to just open up the floor to you guys and see what your initial reaction was whenever you first heard of it and like what you were thinking I felt like it's just like how we were talking about uh, Dwayne Wade's son Zion and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like a week or so ago and just saying how important it is for you know, these young people to be accepted for being whoever that they are, loving who they want to love and things like that. And just how important that that is, because when you don't get that kind of support and, you know, as you're growing up, you're going to get all these terrible thoughts in your head or, you know, you want to do these these things to harm yourself because you're not getting love and support and things like that at home and with your peers. And so it was very unfortunate for uh this 15-year-old boy to go, uh to commit suicide at 15 years old mm-hmm. because he was being bullied for being gay and it's just like man if you don't have that support system around you you know when it's you're going through this it's so hard to survive it's like because you're not just gay you're black and you're gay so it's like oh my god there's two targets on you you're gonna have so much more pressure on you so much more like bullying mm-hmm. and hatred coming your way because not only are you getting hate from white people you're also getting hate you're not only getting hate from white people because you're black but you're getting hate from your own community because you're gay exactly <laughs> it's like so it's a like double double-fisted hate anywhere so it's like when you when we were seeing all those terrible nasty disgusting comments coming from the public on uh Dwayne wade's son it's like you can use you, you can easily see how those hateful, hateful comments and things that people say can turn into a story like this one with Nigel going ahead and, you know, committing suicide because you, you can't, you just can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't take the bullying, the people talking about you in front of your face, behind your back, to your family, your friends, all that type of stuff. 
So I think people really, people, they really don't uh, like evaluate the value and weight of their words Mm. and how that can affect people. And I feel like people just mind it their own damn business. Uh huh. Uh, you know, there would be a lot less of these stories. I would hope. I feel you, Nika. I am upset that there's like more and more um cases of really really young kids killing themselves because um parents don't know how to teach their kids that people are different. Because honestly, that when it comes to um, the kids, it is the parent who is supposed to like teach them, like, oh, yeah, there are these people. But if the parent is also hateful, then of course the child is going to be brought up kind of hateful. Depending on, I think it. De- I think it really depends because you mm-hmm. can have extremely different parents. And not think like them at all because of the people that you surround yourself with. Like your your friends and maybe even like teachers can really like um, what am I trying to say? Can really open your eyes to certain things that go on in the world. Like parents do have a really big part, but you as a child can also like you can meet someone that'll mm-hmm. be like you know what let me teach you this right here this is why this is why this happens or this is why it's important for you to know this so that you don't think like this or, exactly and but you also have to let yourself be open-minded because if you're if you're not willing to be open-minded and willing to like learn about about these things and willing to accept that people are different and not everybody's going to be like you, then you're going to be a hateful, spiteful person. Mm -hmm. And I just hate that kids have to go through this and feel like they're alone because they really don't have to be if people would just step up. Mm -hmm. If adults would step up, because these are Mm -hmm. kids. Mm -hmm. So if adults would step up, and see that okay like thing things have been changed i'm not even going to say things are changes mm-hmm. i'm not going to say that things are changing things have been changed mm-hmm. and people need to learn and get in the know because it's killing people and day after day yeah, yeah. day after day people are dying over being transgender even like bisexual because they don't want to be with a man right now, but they want to be with a girl right now. Like, oh well, then you're not bisexual. Like, knock it the fuck off. Yeah. How you gonna tell me what? Yeah, I how am? you gonna tell me what the fuck I am? How you gonna tell me what I like and what I don't like at what times, baby? Are right. you in my brain? Are you on my dick? Then leave me alone. Exactly. exactly. So fuck off. And I'm not even going to say, like, oh, you need to get in the know and, like, you're not willing. Like, you know, you see and you hear all these things. You choose not to educate yourself. Google, (laughs) Google's right. You can look up all of this shit. You can. It's your choice to be ignorant. Yeah, it, it is your choice to be ignorant and sit there and act like, oh, well, uh, uh. I didn't know and this that and the third like not get the fuck off like 
please just educate yourself and be willing to learn because kids not not just people but like 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 kids are five-year-olds and ten-year-olds are learning how to end their lives because they can't deal with what's going on in the world because Mm -hmm. people choose not to listen to them Mm -hmm. say that you know what i'm different and people aren't willing to accept that but if you as a parent accept it then maybe i'll be okay because then i can come to you but if i can't even come to my parent about Mm -hmm. it of course i'm gonna feel like so alone like friends are not enough sometimes sometimes you really like need like a family member to just be there by your side because sometimes you just sometimes you got to go home to yeah. you got to go home to them you have to deal with yeah you got to you got to go home and deal with what's at home so if your parents or your guardian like whoever's in charge of you when you go home if they're not with it then you're really going to be like like I'm I'm alone like it's I got, a double edged sword yeah. you're stuck in a situation where you go to school every day and get so much criticism yes. from your peers and even sometimes faculty and then you Mm -hmm. go home and you get the same shit from your mom and your dad and your siblings and it's like you know what i can't deal with this anymore i can't rise i can't be the best me i can be and his mom came out with a statement saying that you know she's thankful and grateful that you know some people on social media have reached out to him and their family and they're currently hurting but like you know she appreciates the Mm -hmm. efforts and she appreciates what's been done for her son i personally will say that i'm sickened by this story Mm -hmm. being that you know Honestly, he's a young gay black male, but he's living in a different place from me. You know, I lived in California. I lived in Los Angeles. So I have to realize the privilege that I have living in such a liberated city, you know, in a city where like, you know, I can walk around with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. and be like, you know, holding his hand. And like, I wish a bitch would come up to me. Like, you know, I'm not, (laughs) you know, I don't feel scared walking around. I mean, and that's even certain places in my city. Like, you know, I I can go down to West Hollywood. I can go down to Hollywood. I can go down to a lot of different cities Mm -hmm. and walk with a man hand in hand and feel no kind of fear or animosity or judgment. And if I do feel that, I don't care. It's It's the space where I feel, and to this day, I still feel this way. I can't walk around in Inglewood. I can't walk around in Compton like you know it still feels kind of weird to me mm-hmm. to go to those different places where a lot of people of color specifically black people occupy those spaces mm-hmm. and walk down the street with my man and feel like you know what? I wish you would say something to me like you know I feel like in my community I still feel like I don't fit I don't belong mm-hmm. yeah. and like we still have a lot more growth and things like you know going like I would I don't feel so confident to grab a man's hand if I'm in Hollywood. I feel so confident to grab a man's hand if I'm in West Hollywood. I feel so confident to grab a man's hand if I'm anywhere where I'm not really familiar with where it comes to, like, if I'm in the Valley or if I'm in the Marina. Like, you know, if I'm anywhere, I feel confident in those spaces. It's the moment I come to the communities that my people are most prominent in that I feel weird being, like, Right. I don't want to <laughs> be too gay right now. Like, I don't feel comfortable grabbing your hand only because I don't. I'm not ready to deal with like, you know, um, it's the almost, you know, it's almost like mm-hmm. I'm looking at my uncles, my aunties, my cousins. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not and my family supportive of me. Like, you know, my family is cool, but like, you know, when it comes to like my extended family, I've yeah. never gotten any shit from them. 
you know, but it's still like, you know, going, encountering strangers and being like, okay, like I'm walking hand in hand with my man and I'm like, it's, it, I feel a discomfort. Like I start to sweat. I get nervous. Like I'm kind of yeah. looking at what everybody's looking at me and yeah. like, you know, I'm not, I'm in, I'm being very observant of my surroundings. Exactly. It's like, I'm ready to get shit talked to by me to yes. people and have to ignore them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel as confident as I do on the street. Like, you know, if a white bitch would say some shit like, oh, that's nasty. I'd be like, bitch, you're nasty. Like, you know, <laughs> look at your people. Like, you know, <laughs> look at your like I'm so ready to pop off whenever it comes to that. But if it comes to, you know, someone like, you know, an older church lady or a grandma mm. or an auntie or an uncle, like, you know, people yeah. who they're not related to me, but you know, you see that we have a kinship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they were to be like, oh, that's disgusting. That's gross. I would hold my head and be like, you know, I'm not going to say nothing. Like, you know, like, I, I, yeah. I, and I, and I, yeah. and I feel ashamed that I do that. I feel like it's like that respect, I, you know, that's yeah. ingrained into like all like, black I wish children. I could pop <laughs> off, you know, and I'm learning, you know, I'm learning to pop off of some old black people whenever Ooh. it need be. Okay. Okay, that's been one of the things that I've been learning. Like, you know, even though you're older and, you know, you're still going to have to give a certain sign of respect. Yeah. But I still, like, you know, if you disrespect me in a sense of, like, you know, you talk to me like I'm a child and I'm grown, then I'll be like, you know, that's not right. Would you do that to, you know, you know, would, they do that, would you do that to your spouse? Would you do that to, you know, your child who is also grown? Like, you know, you're just doing it to me because of this. Like, you know, you think that you have certain power. Like, I have no mm-hmm. issue with speaking on, like, you know, I can't stand older black people who speak to me in a disrespectful tone because they feel like they own this that's where i feel like i can go off in Mm -hmm. but i still will be silent within myself whenever it comes to them and seeing me like you know in my sexuality and being comfortable with myself and being gay like you know i can't like i still to this day feel so weird Mm -hmm. going down manchester and van ness or like walking through inglewood or compton or any other like you know black predominantly black communities and feeling like I can't hold your hand right now, but I hold your hand once we get down the street and we right. get past here and we get over here. You know, right. when we get to this nice place, then I'll hold your hand. When we get to the other side of Wilmington. Right. Then I'll we hold can hold hands. Hand. <laughs> like, you know, I still feel that sense. And it just, it, it's for that, I'm, it brings back to me looking back at a 15-year-old me and how I would feel. 15-year-old yeah. me was super duper. Like, I was not vocal. I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was shy, but I definitely wasn't vocal to people who I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I was within myself. Um, and, you know, I lived my life, but I didn't I didn't live my life in, like, being a gay man. Like, you know, I was still very much like, oh, yeah, like, I like girls. I have a girlfriend, this and that. Like, you know, 15-year-old <laughs> me still kind of sort of, you know, especially having that kind of, having that kind of, you know, disposition to feel like you're you have to be yourself at fifteen and you think that yeah. yourself is gay and you know for a fact that you're gay and to live in it is huge. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, huge. Cause that definitely. was not me at fifteen. I was fifteen years old, like, yeah, I like girls. Yeah, I have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I wasn't bringing anything up about men in any fact, not even to myself. Like, you know, I kept all that within me. So to be Mm -hmm. at that young age and feel like, you know, you want to be yourself. I'm so proud of him for even being able to show and showcase that debut and live in his truth while he was alive. You know, that's one thing I can say is I'm happy that he could live in his truth while he was alive, while he was breathing and people could see it. It just so happened that people could see it and they were bullying him. And, you know, I think about my privilege in living in a space where like, you know, maybe that's not so prevalent, but still, it's prevalent in a lot of places in this country and around the world, especially around the world. But even in this country, there are plenty of places that aren't, you know, there are not, that aren't Atlanta, that aren't 
New York, that aren't Los Angeles, like, you know, these big cities right. that people think that, oh, you can be yourself and do whatever. We want to move there because, Definitely. you know, we can do all that. Like, there are so many places that are still rural and still, like, yeah. totally on homegrown values and you're not accepted. It's so crazy when you mm-hmm. meet people from these places because you're like, that that sounds stupid. Why can't you just do this or that? And they're like, yeah. they're like, you don't get it. Like it's so different because you live in California. Yeah. More specifically, you live in Los Angeles. Like yeah. this is the home <laughs> of you can really do whatever you right. want to do, be who, be whoever you want to be, dress however you want to dress, and no one's gonna like really question you. It's just gonna be like, oh, that that's just LA. Yeah, yeah that's just how they are. <laughs> that's just how it is here. And they're like, you just don't get it because when you're from. Alabama like like this young boy was like just imagine how different the climate is from Alabama to freaking California like the it's just a world's a world of difference so yeah it's definitely like a um a where you live kind of thing yeah that plays into it too and that geographically like Mm -hmm. what's accepted and yeah, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. But I want to do say I do I do want to say rest in peace to Nigel Shelby, and know that like you know this should really be an awakening call, especially not especially for people in our community, yeah. when it comes to like having you know kids who are dealing with issues of sexuality and always making them feel confident within themselves whenever nobody else does, making sure that they have a comfortable place to come home to, exactly. making sure that their issues are addressed not only at home but at school because they're spending a lot of their time at school too. Mm-hmm. So going up to the administration and, you know, fighting that good fight and seeing that, mm-hmm. like, you know, my mom or my dad or, like, you know, my aunt, my uncle, my grandma, they're they're up here every week always trying to fight for me and, like, you know, my rights and my me being bullied and, like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of not sweeping it under the rug like you can't do anything because you have the power to do something. It just they need that one person in their corner to be standing with that makes them feel confident, that makes them feel like they can do anything they want to do. I appreciate that, and I appreciate Nigel Shelby for living the life that he did for as long as he did and living it outwardly, you know. And even though it sadly resulted in him um, committing suicide, it's still the fact that he had that courage to be himself and live for himself. And, you know, in a sense, it's hard to say, but he was finding a love for himself. Mm -hmm. I I won't necessarily speak for him because I don't know him. I'm not him. I can't say that he fully loved who he was. I'm sure he probably looked in the mirror every day and was like, why am I this way? You know, and feeling so bad just about, like, how he was and wishing he could change who he was and getting so much slack at school and wishing it could be, quote, unquote, normal and fit in. Mm -hmm. But it's still the fact that he had that courage to live outwardly. Like, you know what? I'm going to just be me. And Mm -hmm. even though it's hard and it's getting harder every day, I'm still going to be me. So I commend him. I congratulate him on that. And rest in peace, Nigel Shelby. And I'm going to close the gust of wind um, segment out with that. So, yes. Mm. And now we're gonna go under our umbrella. Woo! Bring some air <laughs> to this heavy, heavy, heavy deep heavy breaths. Deep breaths. Heavy episode. I know. Breathe in. Are you still here? Please be here. Right. <laughs> Sip you your wine. We let's, don't want to depress you. Let's count backwards, okay? Mm. Inhale deeply. Exhale. Okay. Inhale. Imagine a blue light coming in. 
exhale, imagine a dark cloud going out. So that's good energy is coming in. And bad energy is going out. Okay, exhale, baby. Ten, nine. Oh. Eight. Seven. Six. six five. ready for the last little tidbit of this episode i hope so because it's a good one under our umbrella <laughs> um um ah, cheeky scratch let's just go to why up <laughs> oh, first of all i'm not gonna hit that today i'm gonna make something else okay fine okay. why are you trying so hard to why? prove that you are different why frenchy hit us with it i'm gonna hit you with it Hit me. Wham. Boom. Thank ah. you, man. One good time. <laughs> <laughs> so I came up with why are you trying so hard to be different? Why? Why do you even bother? Because I saw this thing on Twitter. And there was just, you know, someone made a tweet and they said my mom or my grandma, something like that, um, wakes up at 4 a.m. every morning. Thank you. Um, yeah, after 20 years, my mom still wakes up at 4 a.m. every morning to cook my dad a full breakfast and sends him off to work with a fresh cup of coffee and a packed lunch that she made for him. That's the whole ass wife I'm trying to be. Okay, and ain't nothing okay. wrong with that, baby. There's nothing wrong with that. But this girl decided she's going to comment and said, I want to be very, very clear mm. that this is absolutely not the wife i'm trying to be mm. okay and did anyone at you in which in what homegirl originally said what was that to, reason? And, and asked you hey is this the wife you want to be do you want to be the wife that wakes up at 4 a.m and makes makes a breakfast for her husband and packs him a lunch and then sends him off and bye honey see you when right. you get back no one. No asked. one asked you. No one asked you about your and input. And people do this a your two, lot. Three cents. And they do it with so many things. Yes. Like you're trying so hard to be di- like, different. Like the people. Okay, I'm gonna give a couple of examples. Ooh, okay. Please do. Hit us with it. Hit us. One example would be the people who hate Beyonce. Okay. Ah, <laughs> that's what okay. I was gonna say. Cause you're not okay. Bring it up. Let's Go ahead. But Dig it no. Up. But when you ask Dig them, it when you ask them, what 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 do they say? Nothing. Cause they, you don't, they never give a reason. They she never. She only give a cares about herself. Yeah, they always, she's overrated. Oh my she doesn't gosh, do anything for anyone. She's not even a great singer uh, like that. She's uh, not even that talented. Like, uh, oh my god. And they're all, and they always want to use this save as like they always want to use this thing where it's like. She's no Michael Jackson, and it's like, was she trying to be? No, right, right. nobody she is never trying. Oh, well, she bites she a lot off of Michael Jackson. Like, you know, if you see a lot of her style, a lot of her way of performing and how she does things, she bites a lot off of Michael Jackson. You know, she's really copying him, and she has no originality, and she has no flavor, and mm. she's just nothing. And I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Do you know up. how many Stop people copy off that man? <laughs> right. So many. Not just Beyonce. 
not just Beyonce. Okay, because he was the greatest entertainer we ever seen. The greatest. And she makes it her own, baby. So, right. <laughs> Another example. You're not different. Ooh. Boo. Ooh. You're petty. Ooh. You wish. Ooh. Mm. Okay. You're an undercover beehive lover. You are. TV undercover beehive lover. Watching every move she makes, okay? Okay, right. that's, that's why y'all, y'all be saying stuff about it before the hive could say okay. something about it. Listen. Spill the tea. Listen. All right, another one would be like with certain shows, like, oh, you know what? I haven't seen one episode of this, so I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Like, yes. chill. Like, they do that with Game I of get, Thrones. Yeah, all the time. like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. Like, you don't have to watch it. Nobody even said anything to you about it or anything, but you decided to insert yourself into the conversation on purpose so that you can get a rise out of certain people mm-hmm. that feel like they want to respond. Mm-hmm. I, for one, will not be the one responding because I don't give a fuck about you. No fucks. Because you sound dumb. Because. There was no need to do any of what you're doing, but you decided to do it because you feel like, you know what? I'm different. Exactly. I'm a different person. I'm going to mute everything Beyonce, and I'm going to mute yes, all like, the Zodiac signs. Oh, my God. I saw I'm that going to mute. Yes. I'm going to mute everything that I don't like because I'm a different person, and just because everybody likes all of this shit doesn't mean I have to like it, and you're right. Just because everybody else likes it doesn't mean you have to like it, but you, also you don't, don't have, have to, to announce that you don't like it. You don't it. have to announce it. Like, no one cares. that's fine. Nobody no cares. cares. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> and you're quoting, you're quote tweeting another, te- another tweet that didn't even mention you, didn't say your name, had nothing to do with you. I know. But you just wanted to give your two cents. And I get it. It's Twitter, it's public, and you can give your responses stupid or not so stupid but at the same time knock it off like you're just begging for attention at this point because nobody even mentioned you and you're over here like you know what i'm different because you know i don't listen to rap music i can't stand blah it. blah blah i can't stand those people who are like um just people who just want to—they they try so hard to be like no, they, they weren't. Try so they weren't hard to be different. different. They try so hard to be like those people who were who you might have been in like sixth grade with, who you guys would talk about cool shows, video games, right. things in pop culture, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden seventh and eighth grade comes around and they're like, oh my god, you still do that? Like right. you still watch Real Housewives? You still watch TV? Like I, I gave that up. I only read now. I don't right. do any. Right. I don't do any TV. You want to be that so toxic. different that you look I like know. the same. I don't bitch. do that toxic mm-hmm. news stuff. I don't do pop culture. Who are those bitches? Right. You know, another example is people who hate on me because they be like, "Oh, you watch the Kardashians? Ill. Mm-hmm. Like those bitches. They're terrible. Ill. Why did you do that?" I'm like, "Because I actually funny. enjoy their show. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I think their show is kind of funny. I like keeping up. It's been in my life forever." literally since i was a child it's been in my life and i just feel like you know i enjoy keeping up with them damn kardashians you know they may be crazy but i watch that shit i will go on a marathon and not get tired of it it's a show that i can watch when i'm doing work i could be doing anything i'm just like you know what let me throw on some keeping up because i know that it's not going to distract me it's nothing that's too deep it's just whatever it's lighthearted. they're like ew oh my god that's disgusting why do you watch them i'm like um 
Because I do. Yeah, that's it. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what you watch is disgusting. What do you like to watch? Oh, cool. That's what you like to watch. Like, you know, like, I'm not going to get on get on your ass because you're, oh, you're watching <laughs> anime. Ew. Like, you know, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, if you like what you like, then you like what Go you ahead. like. And that is what it is. But don't come at me because I like watching me a little Kim K every now and then, you know. I like it. I'm into it. It's my thing. It's my judge. It's my guilty pleasure. Exactly. And all y'all out here. Exactly. And all y'all out here trying so hard to prove and show the world that you're different. Guess who you look like? The same bitch. Mm. Um, Isn't that funny? Ain't you the trying same so bitch. hard to be different? You look exactly like all the other people that trying to clone. prove that they are different. So that makes you the same. Congratulations. I You're don't the same. wear. I don't wear stuff from H and M and Forever Twenty One. I only right. do Goodwill, Outlet shopping. I don't do. Oh my gosh! Mm. That that is say. like that's like the new I'm different thing. Right. It's it's but now they're selling it in department stores Literally. like that. Yeah. Look. Home that's <laughs> that is no, their really. that is the new I'm different. Oh, I don't go to the mall. I only shop from Goodwill and whatever local thrifting. Thri- I'm thrift always store. Thrifting. Nigga, I've Love been. I've been. Like, oh, I've been. Okay. okay. I can do a thrift, too, and thrift I also right. can go to Forever 21 and find a cute You can do both. And a cute jacket. I sure do both. You can do you know? both. And a cute bag. You can do one or the other. Nobody cares what you do. We I don't match, care. You know? Congratulations. You only thrift. Okay. I only go to the mall, or okay, I only shop online, or whatever. And no you cares. only look like the same bitch. Nobody cares. At the end of the day, just do what makes you happy. Focus on you. Right. Mind your business. I feel like I've been saying that for the whole episode, <laughs> but like, mind your business. Oh my God, you listen to all the music on the radio now. You listen to Ariana Grande. You listen to Beyonce. Oh my God, you listen okay. to now Cardi you like B. The same five Ew, that's so that terrible. Was on the next over. Right. I only listen to I only, <laughs> I only listen, listen to, to 90s. Frank Sinatra. Right. right. And I only listen to you know. Mm. Billy Holiday, I'm really into. That's my music. I don't like anything li- else. You can. Li- there's so. Yeah. There's so much music. I listen to real music. So I many know. stores and clothes and it's shoes like, and everything. Girl. Like, chill the fuck out. I'm not trying to be lady sings the blues all damn day, bitch. Like, right. I get you. Like, right. and I respect you and what you Occasionally. like. Occasionally, but don't disrespect what the fuck I like. You know, I ain't over here like, oh my god, you only listen to Billie Holiday. Oh my god, you only listen to Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder, and you only listen right. to Girl, Dan I skip Ron. around. Right. I could go I from Nina Simone mm-hmm. to YG. <laughs> Hey to man. problem, okay. To city mm-hmm. girls, to Frank Ocean, to Colby Calais, bitch. Okay. okay. To Sarah Barry Ellis, okay. Mm. To Lady Gaga, Amen. to Beyonce, mm. okay. To Adam I can Lambert, even take it to right to Fall Out Boy, to My Chemical. I can take to Paramore, it all. To Miley Cyrus, I can give you all of it, baby. Genres, variations, I can give it. Okay. I feel like all we're really saying is you're not you're not as special as you think you are. And not to say that in a rude way, but the people that just have this like air about them that, oh, I'm just so much more superior because I only thrift and I have a Prius and <laughs> I save money and I invest and I have stock. And have people Geico. Like, okay, no one just... I don't have insurance. I live I by feel like if people would really just... Okay, bitch. <laughs> right. If people would be more humble 
definitely be cool and more comfortable with right. themselves like yeah. they say they are because if you gotta do all that by your life however i don't come on social media talking about some mm, i can never do that right i can never be that kind of Wife that gets up at 4 a.m. I know. You don't have to. Okay. No one <laughs> no told one's you to be. To. Great. That's in so that what? great. It's not a requirement. You don't have to. Oh, my God. You go to the doctor still. I have a holistic healer. Right. Nah, I don't like, do okay. that doctor shit. That's great. You can have both. And your HPV breakout's going really bad right now. All right, <laughs> sweetie. How's that oh, holistic no. healing going? How's the holistic <laughs> healing? You're putting your herbs on your... What you doing? Oh, you okay? No. You know? I'm like... <laughs> Let's just be real here. <laughs> I mean, Why would you? I'm sorry. He said, how's your HPV doing? That holistic healing's doing wonders for how's the better How's your herpes? Is. You know, how's it all going, baby? Are the bumps going down? How's the chlamydia? <laughs> Did you throw You still a, got cut you know, cheese in your pussy. Huh? Right. Oh, no. You're still putting lemongrass down your dick. Oh, you know? did you no. see? <laughs> what you doing? I saw that art. That was, video? Yes. Uh, what video? That was so nasty. With Monastatin. <laughs> oh, not that. I saw another Which one. one? <laughs> this dude was like, he was like putting his fingers in his girlfriend's yes, coochie. Yes, that one. Oh, okay. Monastat and um, uh, what? God, God it's cheese. Yeah. yeah um, what was he, he doing? Was, he was, infection. He was putting his fingers in her vagina. <laughs> and it was and like white like, and lumpy. And he was like, "Yeah, you know, like you know, you got a good girl or something like that." When she get creamy like <laughs> this, and somebody was like, and that is, "Boy, pulled, that is monostatin, a yeast infection." He pulled his fingers up, and it was her, all uh, out of her, uh, out of her vagina, uh-huh. her tenuch. Pulled it out, and there was like it was so much white on his fingers. It was and then not he put right. it in his mouth. Oh, no, no, it was so nasty. He put it in his mouth. She said, oh, babe, don't post that. He was like, what? Why? Disease What's ridden. But like the face that his face was making in uh, the way it was like all lumpy in his mouth and the way his tongue was like. It was so nuts. Right. He was really like. He was like, hold on. <laughs> right. <laughs> or something. I, I don't know. It was disgusting. It was really nasty. I can't. That's nasty. It's mm. nasty. That's what happened. That's what's under our umbrella for this week. Does anybody have anything to close out on? Yes, of course. Mm. Follow us. Nope. Oh. I got an internship, y'all. Oh, she so showed She showed it. Go Woo-hoo. ahead. Send me um, some Congratulations. money. Because oh. I'm not oh. going to be getting paid. Money too. You know, oh. it's an internship. It's unpaid. Mm. Go ahead and cash at me. I need gas money to get back and forth from LA to Cobra City. Amen. Today's out the week. Okay, so I got congratulations to our um, beautiful, lovely, Frenchie. intelligent Frenchie. Frenchie, thank gas you. Frenchie, big shit popping. Wee wee. Thank you so much. <laughs> also, uh, follow, follow us. us. Follow us on Instagram. And Twitter at TBU Podcast. Email us at the Black Umbrella PC at gmail.com. Uh, go ahead and engage with us. Please DM us. Ask us questions. Uh, email us. Ask us questions. Uh, leave a lot of comments on our Instagram and Twitter posts. Um, let us know what you want to see next week and what you want us to talk about. 
like we said, tell us some stories that you have. Oh yes. Um, anything, anything goes on this show. So everything goes, and we'll promise that next week's episode will be a little bit more lighthearted. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Just had to get real with y'all for a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, please. we we can promise as far as right now goes. Because the so world many is things happen in a week. I know. Yeah. That's very true. The world is crazy. We'll try our best. World stop. Carry on. Time. And remember, kids, if your name is difficult to say, you make them say it correctly. Okay. Do not exactly. let them butcher your name. It's your name. Okay? It is your name. It is your God-given name. Your mother gave the that to you. The least they can do is pronounce it correctly. Right. Okay? Don't allow mm-hmm. someone to pronounce it incorrectly no. and let them keep on with that shit. No, do not no. let them keep on keeping on. You stop them in their tracks and you tell them, look, bitch, mm. pronounce it correctly or get out my face. Okay. Because if they not. can't say your name right, they don't need to be in your face. Ah, they need to be out the door. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And on that note, we're signing off. Goodbye. We love you guys. Love Bye. you.